Hey, hey, everyone, welcome back to the new episode of Radio Say. You're watching this as a result of the YSA platform. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, lots of thoughts on it, so enjoy. On Saturday, the 8th of October, um, from 10.30 p.m. to whenever it ended, I watched Pearl in cinemas. And let's just say it has very quickly become a part of my top 10 movies. I might even bolster it up to my top three movies. Um, but I'm not sure yet. I'm just going to have to revise the list a little bit. It truly is magnificent. It is brilliant. And I highly recommend it to everyone. Um, so I'm going to just talk about it a little bit. It might be spoilers, so warning there. Highly recommended you quickly go look for it. Um, like, because it's like, I think it's in this last week of showing, at least um, in where I'm at. <laughs> I was going to be like, in Massachusetts. But then, like, obviously, it can't speak for the whole of Massachusetts because um, that's the state. Anyways, highly recommended you check it out somewhere, somehow. Like, do it ASAP soon. Go support this movie. It's brilliant. Um, it was like I'm gonna quickly Google to just to make sure. But basically it stars Maya Goth, who genuinely deserves like an Oscar for this. Like she genuinely deserves an Oscar. Like her performance in this is truly brilliant. Um, she's magnificent in horror films. If you've watched X, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, if you have, you don't need to watch X for this. So let me give some, like, little precursor. So now we're going to enter into the more spoilery section. I won't be spoiling X, but, like, I, from now on, if you haven't watched Pearl, oh, wait, no, pause. Let me just give the basics and I'm going to spoil. I'll make sure of that. Basically, it was partially written by Maya Goth as well. It stars Maya Goth, the director is Ty West. Um, so, um, and the, uh, Maya Goth is also one of the producers on, on it. Um, it's also executive produced by... I'm trying, like, trying to find the information. But basically, truly is brilliant. If you love, like... like I think I've seen a recent trend in modern-day cinema attempting to emulate cinematic works of the past and failing dismally um like or like not dismally but like definitely failing not quite catching the exact same essence and color and tone etc etc pearl does it brilliantly it's set in a different time period if you watch the trailer you know exactly what i'm talking about it's so if you love period pieces especially if you love like the color slash saturation of like the was of the Oz that type of kind of color I feel like to like don't have high like I don't know how to say it I feel like the more explain it the more people have certain expectations um but it's really that like that sort of era that type of color watch the trailer you'll know what I'm talking about I think the trailer is the best accurate description of it um <laughs> description it's, it shows you what's actually happening and so that there's that the acting performance the main actress brilliant all of the acting performances are brilliant but like it's truly like the actress's performance is amazing and it is a character study 
so that's why it's quite important that the main actress is brilliant <laughs> um what can i what else can i say about it if you like psychological thrillers you'd also love this if you don't mind blood a little bit of gore you'll also love this if you like things that are disturbing or creepy or unsettling that's good but if you're looking for like if you're looking to be scared the entire time you might be disappointed in the pacing i'm someone who really loved the pacing and enjoyed the pacing um and it really and it really helped build suspense and added a creepy aura of it but like obviously if you're looking for bodies to drop you know i might might not enjoy <laughs> the pacing so that's all i can say um yes it is a horror film um i it goes into horror ca- category um so yeah really it's really brilliant go check it out okay now we're gonna enter the spoilery section um and so I think there's so many aspects of it that's absolutely brilliant. Yes, the color saturation, the, cinem- the cinematography in this is like beyond. It's truly captures like this otherworldly appearance. It's so clearly from a different world um, time period. And it does it in such a beautiful way. It's like it takes the past and emulates it perfectly, past cinema, but also upgrades it simultaneously. And so it just feels absolutely stunning to watch. And it's a, like a very colorful film. And what makes and which helps makes the like the 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 characterization and like the like the things that occur amazing. There's a link between the pandemic that happens during the time period. This is set in 1918. Um, and there's a Spanish flu that's going on, the pandemic, and that pandemic matches our pandemic, COVID. And so I felt like very related to that and so it does a, the film has this really great grasp of being able to relate the time period of today and back then and give justice to both and it's it does it in such a beautiful and seamless way i love it and like and also i i think i've spoken about this in my past like podcast episode basically i was getting a bit frustrated with how the pandemic doesn't seem to have cr- entered into film at all it hasn't been a thing that seems to mention to be mentioned in film the way it like like we've seen some indie films some short films we haven't seen like mainstream media recognize covid as like a storyline or an aspect of a storyline in mainstream media which i personally was finding a bit disingenuous and frustrating and if there's anything that needs to relate if i most of the time i don't really like the idea of like well not the most of the time but sometimes yeah a good chunk of the time i don't like the idea of relatable media just because i don't think that there's a, a such thing as that but i do think when media has relates to a time and it's set in a certain time period media that know, is aware of the time period that it's set in like and like and also the time not only the the where the cinematic universe is set in but also where the the time in which the audiences are digesting that piece of media and where it's first being digested i think films that can do that and aware of that and media that do that are like absolutely brilliant like they go a step beyond like other movies and in that regard and i think it's absolutely absolutely brilliant i don't know how to say this um what else can i say oh um yes so i highly recommend it from that point of view and then also 
um, my friend Aslan, they mentioned how like there were slight changes in the aspect ratio that helped and the color and the saturation of color like color choices that helped indicate when um the main character Pearl would experience like would be in her head versus when she would be actually faced with reality. And I didn't notice that. It was so seamless that like it perfect it definitely added to the film. The music choice choices also like were like very like like very well thought through and like helped like they were so seem like the film was so incredibly seamless that like sometimes it can be hard to like pick apart a film that's so seamless and so like all, like so well made to help you experience it fully because it's like all these aspects like join into one you know what I mean and create this beautiful um experience and so music spot on amazing the even like the costuming also really like uh, it helps understood the background I also loved the like the culture and like the the uniqueness of this film this film is extremely unique um I don't think I've seen any other film like this. And I also like the idea. Um, I, so I went to the film with friends. I went to the film with Fernanda and Aslan. Um, we're all like work on this club at in college. I'm not sure how much information I should give away, but basically it, it's a film club. Um, and like we're what our college calls signers, which basically we're like, um in charge of the organizational aspects of the club or like i don't know i don't know how anyways main thing is we're into film (laughs) and like trust me as a film for major just like this movie will like tickle your brain you'll be like oh i love cinema this is why i appreciate and love cinema and it's like it's so insanely unique like and i said like so <laughs> we joked um about like creating this tagline for the movie and it should like it was Aslan's idea that the tagline should be um we love messy bitches <laughs> we love messy bitches which it was funny and it was like oh accurate um because <laughs> you end up like loving it's just like oh not loving but i guess like you love this character just if you love the joker as a character if you love like Char- like um characters to have like obviously like done bad things and have a very much dark exterior but like then when you deep dive into that character they're like very interesting and complex and they you kind of see their thought process and there are some aspects that like there are moments when you may, may even feel bad for them or there's some like you just they end up being an enjoyable character to watch does that make sense like this what this was that but for women and i feel like female uh mental health or like female killers in media are not like they're never done in like a way that's like you can take them seriously and old oftentimes they're sexualized or their mental health or the the display of they like they outburst or whatever it is seems just like a bit too ridiculous or like far-fetched like it never feels like grounded in anything any form of reality and it's and so it's either it becomes hypersexualized or it's like the objectification of their tears or 
or like 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 they meant like you know like like oh at least she's pretty if she's crying like that kind of thing but like like i don't know how to explain it like like just i feel like female villains or female mental health is just not like it's very much an underrated understudied aspect of cinema that is often poorly portrayed this film does not do that this film does everything i've wanted and more from like the like messy bitch era <laughs> and basically if like another i think the take on youtube like to coin this term um basically I'm trying to think coin this there was a certain term they coined to basically like describe like female revenge revenge or like female anger or like female killers and stuff like that like like, oh yes good for her like the good for her trip basically when women um decide to participate in murder or decide to murder people or decide uh are calculating or have mental health outbursts outbursts or just like end up hurting people etc etc like or like have breakdowns etc like how that dis- how that is displayed and it's actually a trip that i've been very much interested in my own writing i've been doing it from the perspective of as a black woman but i feel like it's a genre that's like so like like it's so small and i don't like how small it is um think about like gone girl think about jennifer's body think about um carrie um you know like those iconic um like characters in film and how they like Magnus is portrayed and their relationship with their femininity is portrayed and how like but okay, so I can't speak for Gun Girl. But like and it's it's hard to compare the like let me not compare the films. Like maybe I should I'm thinking of comparing Jennifer's body to Pearl, but obviously it's gonna be very difficult just because it's doing two different things. Like <laughs> it's just even if they it's both horror films that star female main leads who are civilians um and they in their own right and explain why they might do the things they do like it's still doing very two different things and so i don't know like one's a character study one's more of a team film um like um but basically how can i explain this Mm, it just does everything right pearl and like it really does humanize her like not only does it humanize her, but it makes her genuinely terrifying. Like, genuinely terrifying in a way that's, like, kind of untouched with other aspects. I feel like, like, in Promising Young Woman, I don't feel terrified of that main character. You know what I mean? In Jennifer's body, I, I feel scared in, like, a couple scenes. But for the most part, like, the, like, like, the terror comes from the moment of murder, not the, like, not the, like, what's it? It doesn't come from the, like, just her, like, naturally existing or talking when she's not, like, about to murder, you know what I mean? Like, but Pearl, you're, like, terrified with her at multiple points throughout the story, and you have, like, if you always caught in God, you're always on the edge of your seat. You don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know what she's going to do next. And, like, yeah, sometimes she does this thing that's, like, you're like, no, don't do that. <laughs> but, like, when she does it, it doesn't feel like, 
like perhaps to some extent it feels predictable, but it, it does it still feels satisfying. Like sometimes when things are predictable, it doesn't feel like satisfying. It's like, oh of course I knew. But like they do it in such a way that it's like when they do some when they do do the thing that's like obviously bad and the way it plays out and the way it's done it's still so fresh and exciting and new and you're still on the edge of your seat and it's brilliant to watch not only is pro absolutely terrifying but like she's not sexualized and if anything she feels if she feels like she doesn't have like maybe she's sexually oppressed a little bit because she doesn't have a lot of opportunity but the moments when they she does engage in sexual activities it's like she's taking control of her sexuality it doesn't feel like she's being sexualized it feels like she is just a sexual someone who who has sexual desire (laughs) and perhaps has more psychopathic or like i don't know or like like interesting ways of (laughs) of letting it out but like definitely and with the first film as a standalone it it really does feel as though she's so she feels like a fully fledged human being and it's it's so it's truly fantastic to watch and it's like like yeah and then there's this monologue scene which it's like very long it's very long I was like surprised it was going to be that long and it's just one take of her going at it or these are scenes I can take. It's very sleep, seamless, fluid, and like there's like she, you just a close up of her face. You don't see the other character. She's just pouring out her heart about the things she's been doing and what she hates about herself and her guilt, etc. And also her desire and her like. And it's just like it's such a brilliant performance by Maya Goth, but also brings such a like a uh, such such an aspect to film that like i haven't been seeing in a while you don't see a lot of lengthy monologues that purposely explain a character very well and like where the character just releases everything you know what i mean i feel like like we kind of stem away from that in modern day media and cinema and cinema like like and it's and every word though said still feels purposeful it still feels meaningful doesn't feel insanely repetitive and when there is some repetition it's like like it's for purpose like this film is very carefully picked thought through and picked through and every shot the the, the director of photography must also be given like a hands like like a claps must applause because like truly like every shot is just so cinematic it's so well spaced and like this area is thought of so well and it's just like it's so photogenic and it's like like every shot is just beautiful like it reminds me a little bit of like a Wes Anderson film the way it's balanced but obviously it's not like Wes Anderson has quite a specific need for everything to be equally balanced and it, it just wasn't quite the same as that but things were balanced in such a way that like it was beautiful and stunning every step of the way and like it truly was fascinating to watch and it's like also deals with aspects of story that can feel relatable you know what i mean like like having pressure from parents and like having feeling guilt about like desire and like and like being lonely and completely isolated feeling weird feeling like no one to relate to feeling like the only 
form of escape from your surrounding situation is to be a star, to be the the chase for fame as a solution to your current circumstances, almost as a reward for suffering. It's, it's like, I will, I found myself relating to some of those aspects in like the film, not as intensely as Pearl, like no, not nowhere near as intensely. Um, but definitely I could, I could see myself like in Pearl as well. And it does this thing where, and it also does it in such a way that like there's common tropes often when like women who have, um, like some mental health issues or have some sort of like um become a villain somehow sort of any story there's like actually there was a collage made of like cassie from euphoria jen uh, jennifer from jennifer's body um the lady from black swan um and like someone else uh, i think it was um the ice skater that's the person who plays harley quinn played the ice skater and i've gotten gotten a name hopefully you know what i mean um but Basically, it was a collage of all four of their shots where they're all smiling or but they go to crying. They're either smiling or just crying or smiling and crying and they have their makeup ruined. And so that's like a common theme like for like like all imagery and like female breakdowns. And it was interesting to see the idea of like um, Pearl like not leaning into the obvious but still having like that kind of being part of that connected web and so because like there like there is a scene where she's smiling and it ends up crying but the her smile is so uncanny and her smile is because of um, an immense amount of guilt like an immense amount of fear and guilt and that's different it's like it's terrifying it's you feel sympathy for her but you're just terrified of what's going to happen you can see that she's terrified and like it's it's jaw dropping and it has to end in it's that's at the end of the film, but then there's mo- the moments where she's like bathing, or like getting ready, like like they don't feel like cop outs or like quick like throwaways at womanhood or femininity. Like oh you see she is a woman blah blah blah. They feel like very integral moments out of her character she feels like a person you know what I mean she doesn't feel like a stereotype or cardboard cutout or just like an, a, 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 a mirage or like a, a like I don't know how to like like basically a combination of different ideas she doesn't feel like that she feels genuinely like her own unique entity um what else do you want to say about this film um yeah the performances like are fantastic truly fantastic and honestly the murder in this film felt like i I really hate like uh, okay so i'm so this film made me realize i prefer psychological thrillers to slashers not sure if i said this in the beginning but basically part of the reason is that i don't like murder that feels a little meaningless or a little just annoying you know what i mean and i feel like in slashers the murder that happens doesn't feel meaningful it feels like there's this bad there's this bad person who wants to murder people for one stupid ass reason and then people just make dumb mistakes along the way and they end up getting murdered you know what i mean 
which obviously they're terrified. Like, you know, it's hard to not make a mistake in a moment of being terrified. And those are the thing, some of the mistakes aren't dumb. Like if in any regular normal situation, you would make the same decision. You could not have predicted what was gonna happen. You know what I mean? Um, Pearl doesn't do that though. The murders feel like the lead up to it, like you can is well crafted and it feels personal. It's so deeply personal. Every single one of the murders. And it's done in such a way that like they kind of feel not satisfying. I feel like that makes me sound psychotic. But if it feels like in a cinematic sense, they feel earned. Does that make sense? I could feel like if you're gonna kill any character, it has to be done in a way that feels earned. If <laughs> that makes sense. I feel like randomly killing characters like doesn't speak to me. I feel like I don't feel meaningful. It doesn't feel like a jaw dropping, a gasping moment for me. It doesn't. I don't care if it occurs. You know what I mean? Or if it does occur, yeah, I care a little bit, but like it's not enough for me to like gasp whereas like where when it's like like when it's done in such a way that feels like meaningful to the plot meaningful to the character and characters it feels like planned or like 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 it's just crafted in such a way that like there's a way to craft death and in such a way that's meaningful and there's a way to craft death in such a way that's not meaningful but like games of thrones game of thrones is, is a greatest display of this the first couple of seasons the deaths there that are shocking and random or seeming random they're all deeply meaningful and so do you feel this like sense of like not maybe it feels a little cathartic or like like well earned you know what i mean not earned but like it's yeah it feels like cinematic it feels appropriately cinematic um and so that's what Pearl does. And so, yeah, if you're looking for quick deaths, if you're looking for, like, like to be scared, you're probably not, like, terrified. Like, you might not enjoy this film as much, but if you're looking for deaths that are earned or cinematic, that are, like, well-crafted, if you're looking for suspense, if you're looking for something that's disturbing, if you're think- looking for a beautiful piece of cinema, like, this is truly cinema. This is something that you need to go out and look in the cinemas. You can look on your phone, I guess. But, like, I trust me, this is worth a cinema ticket. Like, watch Pearl. Um, yeah, I guess that's all I have to, like, say on my little analysis. I also really like the costuming. Um, and also liked how the parallels linked into X. If you haven't watched X, that's... All you need to know there are some parallels um it, not parallels but like yeah they are parallels and it, it like x becomes an even better film with the knowledge of pearl i would say pearl is a better film than x like like in my personal opinion um at least um but obviously go check out both um but like i do feel because i watched pearl first and then i watched x i ended up not appreciating x as much as i could have but also x was a richer film because of my background with pearl so it's kind of like a, a give or take you know what i mean 
Um, but yeah, go check it out. I think T.I. West is definitely a director to watch. I have never, like, feel like I've never engaged with his work before. Um, so I should check that out. Um, check out more of the work that's been done. And also, Maya Garth deserves an award for her performance. And, like, I hope she does get recognized in some space, even if it's not Oscars, because we all know by now that Oscars has kind of become a... I don't know how to put this, but basically has kind of become a place that, like, um, slacks, like, a slacking, yeah, like, it's just, it kind of, like, brushes past really beautiful and meaningful pieces of media so easily and so quickly. But I'm hoping that since they recognize the Joker, that hopefully they'll recognize Pearl. Um, but, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. Truly brilliant film, yes. Go watch it. Is there anything else I want to say? Yeah, no, that's it. I I think I want to work on... I hope to produce something like this, like one day, something meaningful and unique and interesting. And it leans in... And also does, like, some character study on, like, female psychopathy, I guess you could say. Or, like, messy bitches. <laughs> or, um, in other words, the good-for-her-girl trope. Yeah, okay. Thank you for listening and toodles. Check it out. That brings us to an end of this episode. Everything that I'm speaking about is linked down below. And I really hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And let me know what your thoughts are. I'll be linking out socials in the description below. Until next time, ciao.